Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
J.M. in the A.M. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, an amazing array of music, to say the least. Um, let's see. Uh, you heard Michal Przanski Mitzvah Haba, Usher Sharf and Sons with Ms. Marla David, Shal Shalas with Misha Asa, Mi Mi, done by Simcha Liner, Mordechai Shapiro with Mi Kashem, and from Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Just checking, make sure I have the right order here. Mordechai Shapiro, Simcha Liner, Shal Shalas. Yeah, not bad. I think our playlist is uh, basically where it needs to be in terms of, uh, in terms of accuracy regarding what we played this morning. Uh, welcome to a, what is today? Thursday on this December the 5th, day 7 in the month of Kislev. The year 5780, Tough Shin Pei. Um, get to our weather forecast in a minute. I want to thank those. We, we come in here in the morning and there are more and more people out there who are supporting us here and keeping us going at JM and the AM, and I appreciate that so much. Those who are giving at fjbunity.org, those who are giving by uh, returning envelopes that we've sent out. Uh, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate everybody here appreciates it, and we're going to just keep on going, providing a service that we feel is important and vital to the community, and one that obviously is uh, beloved for many, many decades in now a global Jewish community. And I thank you very, very much. And it's, and it's, it's especially heartwarming when we hear from people around the world and when folks in different countries and different places are uh, are supporting us and giving us messages that they, that they hope we just keep on going and keep on going. Well, that's our goal is to keep on going. And I thank all of you out there who... Uh, who help make that goal a reality. And you can sponsor part or all of a JMNAM broadcast <clears throat> uh, all year round by going to fjbunity.org and clicking on sponsorship opportunities. But especially now at the year end, with a lot of people making making it their business to support good causes before the uh, before the year is over, um, so especially now, we ask that everybody keep us in mind uh, before December the 31st. 38 degrees outside with 80% humidity. Winds are west at 7 miles per hour. Partly cloudy today with a high temperature of 43. Then tonight, mostly clear, low 33. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and a high 49 degrees. Not bad. Good temperature for Friday. Uh, right now, Yerushalayim's at 60. We're at 38. New York City, thanks for joining us. Full day, of course. Uh, Rabbi Eliyahu Tights is going to join us in the 7 o'clock hour. He's the head of school at a brand-new school in our community. We'll explain in the 7 o'clock hour. 8 o'clock hour, David Cohen is here from LV Wines, yeah, all the way from Spain. We'll be talking about kosher wine from Spain. Charlie Harari at 9 o'clock, Michael Fragan at 9.30, Allison Josephs at 10, Miriam L. Wallach at 10.30, live lunch at 11. We're talking about a full day here at the Nahum Siegel Network. At 7 p.m. tonight, the Arab Shabbos Show hosted by Mark Zamek. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That's going to be happening at 7 p.m. tonight and repeated at 3 a.m. and at um, 10 a.m. tomorrow, Eastern Time. So I certainly hope you'll join us uh, for at least one of those presentations, maybe all three. There may be people that will hear all three. 
which will be pretty cool. Our friends at Art School remind you that Kids Cooking with Chef Shiri is now available. Kids Cooking with Chef Shiri is now available. Um, go to um, artscroll.com. Use the promo code radio. Get 15% off and free shipping in the U.S. Not bad, huh? Kids Cooking with Chef Shiri is brand new. Go to artscroll.com for information. Save 15% and get free shipping when you use the promo code radio. That's how it works. Hey, listener B, I want to thank you. Uh, listener B commented last night on our app, and a beautiful comment it was uh, about Giving Tuesday and the program that we had when Rabbi Goldwasser spoke this past Tuesday morning. I want to thank her very, very much for those kind words. A lot of people have said some really nice things in light of our uh, Giving Tuesday extended JM and the AM, and I thank all of you for that. I thank you very, very much. Uh, don't forget, we start saying the same Talumatar tonight at Mariv. Some people mistakenly thought that we start saying it last night because usually it's December the 4th at night. Uh, but in a year that's before a secular leap year, right, in a December that precedes a secular leap year, it's done December 5th. So tonight at Mariv, we start saying the same Talumatar. And um, and keep that in mind. And if you're a gabai out there, make sure you remind everybody the same Talamutta that starts tonight at Mariv. More coming up at JM in the AM.
ישמחו, ישמחו ומלך וסחו. שואים רי שבוס וכוירי עוינג. אה, מקדשי, מקדשי שבי. Thank <laughs> you. 
in New York City on the plaza with the view. His parents were screaming Harvard, but he was just looking for you. He came by for a Shabbos. We stayed up way past two. We spoke about a life of meaning, 'cause he was just looking for you. 'Cause he was just looking for you. Really grew. He's got a nice place in the old city where he's just looking for you. Still a big fan of the Yankees and a Harvard alumni too. But his grandkids are keeping Shabbos and singing this song about you and singing this song about you. J.M. in the A.M. wrapping up the hour with Eighth Day. I believe we have our news from Israel coming up. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning. We don't have it? Radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and AchimSingle.com, and then AchimSingle Network, and, of course, in the beloved NSN app. I guess not. Uh, oh, my God, before that with Ashrenu. You heard Azovna done by Aaron Razel, Yitzhak Mayer Helfgott, who's in concert with Avram Fried this coming Saturday night. At Park East Synagogue with Yismahu, the medley from Simcha Liner's Project Relax Israeli edition. Simcha Liner in concert Saturday night in Bergen County at Congregation B'nai Yishurin in Teaneck, New Jersey. And um, and Derek Achim before that with Mivon Siach here at JM in the AM. Hour number two, ready to roll with Micha Gammerman next. You're listening to JM in the AM. Bye, Tayish, but do what 
זה לא סיפור בר קמצא כי מחווה וחגיגה חליפה ועניבה תתלבש מהרה העיקר זה השמחה החתן והכלה עם ידיים לא מאחר גם לא דקה, נכנס למכונית, נותן גז ותנופה, הנוף עובר כל כך מהר, מותיר עשן ולא עוצר, ממתינים לי החופה, החתן והכלה. הרים ידיים לבורא, לכבוד ביחד ונראה, אם אורח טוב אתה תהיה, מהר מהר תקום מן הכיסא. מתברנן שמחי עץ, פרנוס ונחס כסף תרגל, ספרינו שניים, ודגן סבל.
J.M. in the A.M., Shua Kessin with Rafur Shlema. In fact, uh, somebody commented on the NSN app. They'd like to request Rafur Shlema that everyone should pray for Alter Melech Ben Leah Rachel. Alter Melech Ben Leah Rachel. And, of course, your help with that is greatly appreciated. Thank you, listener Devorah. She explains on the app why uh, in Israel the 7th of Cheshvan is the day they changed to Vesaint Halomatar here in the diaspora. We are changing tonight. Vesein Talamutar begins tonight. Usually it's the 4th of December, but in a year that precedes a secular leap year, it is the 5th of December. So tonight at Mariv in the diaspora, we switched we switched to Vesein Talamutar, and then the entire world at that point will be on the same page, or at least on the same phrase of Vesein Talamutar. Uh, in Shimona Esrei. 38 degrees, partly cloudy, a high temperature of 43. We opened up the hour with Micha Gammerman's Simcha Gedola. 13 minutes after 7 o'clock in morning, it's JM in the AM. Tomorrow, Malcolm Holmline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations, will join us coming up tomorrow here on uh, JM in the AM, 7.40 Eastern Times. So make sure to be tuned in for that. That's tomorrow morning right here at JM and the AM. Full day here on the network, including Charlie Harari at 9 o'clock, Michael Fragan at 9.30, Allison Josephs at 10. Uh, that's Life with Miriam L. Wallach at 10.30. Live lunch coming up at 11 tonight at 7 p.m. It's the Erev Shabbos show. It's a big hit hosted by Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. At 7 o'clock tonight, it'll be replayed, repeated, encored at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. Eastern time on Friday morning, so keep that in mind for your listening pleasure around the world. I'm sure at least one of those uh, time slots fits for everybody out there. Uh, Art Scroll reminds you that if you go to artscroll.com, Kids Cooking with Chef Shiri is now available. Kids Cooking with Chef Shiri is now available. 15% off and free shipping if you use the promo code radio. 15% off and free shipping if you use the promo code Radio Kids Cooking with Chef Shiri now available. Go to artscroll.com for details. Artscroll.com for all the details. More coming up. It's JM in the AM with Shlomo Simcha.
Pretty good, huh? Up Like a Lion, it's brand new Arye Kunstler here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, Shlomo Katz with Cold OD uh, here at JM in the AM. You heard Shlomo Simcha in there with Orech Yamim. I want to thank Arye Kunstler. Spent a lot of time with us this week. <laughs> he was here uh, in studio on Monday with the brand new single and video, Up Like a Lion. Then, of course, he joined us on Giving Tuesday out in Woodmere.
So I thank him. I thank him very much, in fact, <laughs> for spending a lot of time with us this week. Best place for brand new Jewish music right here at JM and the AM. Uh, you could sponsor part or all of a JM and the AM broadcast. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Give generously. We want everyone to uh, participate in our 2019 campaign. And obviously that's coming to an end soon because we're already in December. So please uh, join us. Um, and we thank everybody again who has been uh, so generous this week. Good week for us and a big week for us, and I appreciate it very much. A lot of nice things said to us this week about our programming, which is always great to hear. Always helps us get up early in the morning and uh, and get into the studio, and we know there are people out there that really ap- appreciate what's going on. Uh, I'm told Rabbi Goldwasser has the morning off. So Rabbi Goldwasser, who was uh, amazing and brilliant earlier in the week uh, for our Giving Tuesday, I thank him for his kind words. He's going to be uh, off this morning. He'll be returning Monday here at JMAM. Tomorrow, Rabbi Yudin at 8.15 with the uh, Parsha of the week. Uh, Malcolm Holmline tomorrow morning, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. He'll join us tomorrow here at JMAM at 7.40 Eastern Time. Make sure to be tuned in. Avramel and Kenter Yitzchak Mayor Health got it together at Parkey Synagogue this Saturday night. Go to parkeysynagogue.org for information. Parkeysynagogue.org. Here is Avramel at JM in the AM. Oh, 
J.M. in the A.M. It's Avramel. He's in concert with Chaz and Yitzchak Mayor Helfgott this coming Saturday night at Parkey Synagogue in New York City. Uh, you can choose your seats and to get your tickets by going to parkeysynagogue.org, parkeysynagogue.org. That begins at 8 p.m. this coming Saturday night at the Shul on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Go and enjoy. It's going to be quite an event. Uh, you heard Avramel with Hallelujah and Avramel with the Rachem off of the Sheer album here at JM in the AM. Well, our good friend Rabbi Eliyahu Tights is with us live via telephone. He is introducing a brand new school and a new concept in Jewish learning. It's called Yeshivat Bonayich, the Builder School. It's a modern Orthodox high school combining a classic Torah educational approach with an academically rigorous applied careers focus in a nurturing and supportive environment. The mission is to graduate students prepared to immediately enter the workforce upon graduation while still preparing them to continue on to college should they choose. The first open house for the Builder School, Yeshiva Bonayich, happens this coming Sunday starting at 9.30 in the morning at the Fairlawn Jewish Center on Norma Avenue in Fairlawn, New Jersey. You can check all the information out by going to builderschool.net builderschool.net. Rabbi Eliyahu Tights, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you very much, Nachum. Appreciate you being here. What makes this school different from the uh, uh, array of schools we have in the Jewish community? Um, the array of schools in the Jewish community all focus on students going to college. Uh, there are lots of kids who, for many different reasons, uh, don't want to go to college, or you know, they don't want... Uh, a nine-to-five job, that is usually the end of what college entails. They want something else. They're looking for something different. Um, with the cost of college, there are a lot of kids who can't afford college. So what we're doing is we're offering them an opportunity that they can start earning money right out of high school. They'll have a high school diploma, so if they change their minds, they're not closing any doors. This is just opening up another opportunity for them in the Jewish community. And that means that in this high school, in the Builder's School, they'll be picking up skills and going through courses that lead to a profession, skilled professions, I would assume, uh, that one could go into, uh, you know, in, in, at the age of 18, 19 years old. Exactly. Uh, we're starting off with uh, two different tracks. Uh, in one track, we're going to be doing coding, specifically what in the jargon of coding is called UXUI, User Experience and User Interface. That's for creating programs that deal directly with people, um, like apps and things like that. And for those who are more mechanically inclined, uh, we're having a course uh, to teach electrician, the electrician trade. Uh, Where did this idea come from? At what point did you or whoever you're working with have this epiphany that the Jewish community needs this? Um, I've been thinking about it and dreaming about it for 25 years. And it's been a long time in coming, just seeing students going through the previous school where I worked and in other schools and seeing kids in general when I was a rabbi. Um, there are lots of uh, disenfranchised children out there, and it's boys and girls. It's not uh, just for boys. It's boys and girls who, you know, sit in school, and, you know, the typical question is, why do I need to know this? When am I ever going to use this? And uh, my goal is that you will come every day and understand why you're learning what you're learning and how it applies to your real life moving forward. Can parents be assured that they'll be given the same type of Jewish education that they would get uh, in, the, uh, in the schools in our community? Absolutely. 
that's exactly what we're planning to do uh, from uh, many different approaches. You know, we're not going to start off with uh, Gemara every single day. Uh, the Gemara will be incorporated into our halacha curriculum, where we're going to go take a look at psukim and see where the Torah talks about certain halachas and follow it through to Mishnah, Gemara, and then to practical halacha at the end. And uh, a large focus of our Torah Shabbat will be learning Mishnayos. I've always felt that Mishnah is really the foundation to Torah Shabbat and uh, the way our schools do it is you do it for six months in fifth grade, and then all of a sudden you're a, a, you know, a bucky in all of uh, Shas Mishnayos, and let's go on to Gemara. And kids aren't really prepared for that. So uh, the goal is to go through Mishnayos quickly, not to get stuck on every detail. Uh, as an example, the first mission in Brachos, we always say that, you know, we start saying Shema when Kohanim can eat their truma, which means, well, we have to explain what truma is and Meiser is and why the Kohen can't eat it and his Tameh and all that. No, 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 just no. You know, we'll, we'll get to Tvul Yom when we get to the mission of Tvul Yom. We'll get to Trumas and Masros when we get to Trumas and Masros. For now, you just have to know that the Kohanim start eating when it gets dark. So rather than focusing on every detail right away because we'll never get to it, the goal is, no, we're going to get to it. So we'll learn it then. Rabbi Elio Tights is with us. Builderschool.net has all the information. Builderschool.net. Your open house is this coming Sunday starting at 9.30 in the morning at the Fairlawn Jewish Center. Is that where the school is going to start? Will that be its first building? Yes, it will. That will be our first home. Fairlawn Jewish Center located on Norma Avenue in Fairlawn, New Jersey. Have you been able to successfully recruit uh, staff and faculty for the school, Rabbi Tights? Well, nobody wants to commit to anything yet. You know, you have to understand that uh, I believe that the school is going to happen. Other people feel that it's going to happen, too. But uh, a teacher is very reticent on the off chance that, God forbid, we don't have enough enrollment. He's not going to announce now, oh, I'm leaving school. Uh, no, no, I really need my job back. So and I, people are very reticent, but I've been talking to people. They're very excited about it. And God willing, after the open house, when... Uh, applications start coming in, uh, we'll be ready to make announcements about staffing. And I assume you'll start with a ninth grade next year and, and proceed the way high, these types of high schools usually go. Yes, year by year. Absolutely. Um, do you anticipate a big open house? Is there a reaction amongst the parent body of our community to the Builder School? Everyone that I've spoken to and that uh, my board members have spoken to have only heard very positive reactions. So I'm hoping to see uh, a nice crowd on Sunday. Everybody out there, the open house for the Builder School, uh, Yeshiva Bonayich, is this coming Sunday, December the 8th at 9.30 in the morning at the Fairlawn Jewish Center on Norma Avenue in Fairlawn, New Jersey. Lots of information about the school is up uh, on the website. Go to builderschool.net, builderschool.net. And I would assume Sunday, all the questions that parents would typically have between tuition and transportation and staff and everything else, I would assume that you'll address all of that in the forum of the open house on Sunday, Rabbi Tights. Absolutely. Everything will be discussed then. Uh, we're going to have a short presentation and then uh, open it up for questions and answers, and hopefully that will generate a lot of good conversation. All right. Well, one thing you have to admit, in our community over the last few years, those schools that have uh, opened up, especially those that have opened with unique goals and a unique uh, a curriculum have done pretty well in our community, so there's no reason not to think that yours with this unique approach uh, won't do well as well. So with that in mind, we wish you the best of luck with this. Thanks so much. Rabbi, a, pl a pleasure, and good luck Sunday. The open house is Sunday at 930 at the Fairlawn Jewish Center, builderschool.net. Rabbi Eliyahu Tights is leading this effort uh, for a brand-new high school in our community. Builderschool.net has all the information, and again, as he indicated, uh, Sunday will give an opportunity 
uh, for him to share with parents, uh, not one-on-one, but in the uh, in the group setting of the open house, all the details uh, that have already been worked out and those that are being worked on uh, for next year for the ninth grade of this uh, unique and brand new school. And we wish everybody tights the best of luck and those that will eventually surround him as staff and faculty, the best of luck as well uh, in this new venture. Um, I think it is safe to say that uh, in this era of uh, our community, uh, the more choices for schools out there, the better off we are. Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. We start saying the St. Talomata tonight. Uh, keep that in mind. 38 degrees, partly cloudy, and a high of 43 here in New York. Full day, of course, on our network, as you would expect on a Thursday. All the usual uh, programming, plus tonight at 7 p.m. It's the Arab Shabbos Show, hosted by Mark Zamek and brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Check it out at 7 p.m. tonight. It will be encored tomorrow morning at uh, 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. Eastern Time. So like we uh, enjoy saying, around the clock, you have an opportunity to enjoy the Arab Shabbos Show uh, from uh, Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. He does a great job every single week. Also, a reminder, tomorrow morning at this time, it's Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. Join us tomorrow for an analysis of the news of the week on the weekly update right here at JM in the AM. Let me tell you about the world we're in. Come listen, my dear children. Or you can ask the question, it ain't no sin. Just how did the world begin? Who made the darkness and the light? A million stars to shine at night. Got them all to work just right. It had to be Hashem. Had to be Hashem. Made the oceans and the fish. Candy bars and licorice. And all he did was make a wish. It had to be Hashem. time to think it through cause even though he's out of you he's there all right and he's watching you he taught the birds to sing their song made the giraffe's neck real long he even taught us right from wrong it had to be Hashem had to be Hashem made the trees and flowers grow the rabbit fast and the turtle slow all the colors of the rainbow have to be Hashem. Now that it's plain and clear to see, I'd like you all to join with me and get the whole world to agree how everything came to be. Made the planets and the skies, the valleys low and the mountains high. We're looking, let's hold right and never lie. Had to be Hashem, had to be Hashem. Who made the sun, who made the moon, lightning flash and thunder boom. He even helped me write this tune. Had to be Hashem. And who else could we ever find to create souls for all mankind? Furnish them with thinking minds. Oh, it had 
Well, that's the song we've been talking about with the brand new video, Simcha Liner with Lacha here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, Journeys with that classic had to be Hashem here at JM in the AM. He'll open up the hour with um, uh, Mordechai Shapiro coming up. He also spent some time with us this week, and it's much appreciated. And um, uh, some, of our, some of our guests from one of the world's uh, amazing kosher wineries is going to be joining us in the 8 o'clock hour as well. Plenty coming up. Oh, speaking of Simcha Liner, who was just on, don't forget this Saturday night, he's at B'nai Yashurin in Teaneck, New Jersey. Start of his big tour, B'nai Yashurin, Teaneck, New Jersey for Simcha Liner this coming Saturday night. Check it out. Go to SimchaLiner.com for all the information as his concert tour has begun. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Round the world on the web at AlchemySingle.com and the AlchemySingle Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app.
Thursday morning broadcast, JM and the M at Schleimy Gertner, brand new Mordechai Shapiro before that to open up the 8 o'clock hour. It's a Thursday, and we have a uh, one of our favorite segments this morning here at JM and the AM. That's when we get to explore one of the uh, great kosher wineries from around the world. One of the good things about the era that we're in now 
is that there are hundreds, if not thousands, of great kosher wineries around the world, as opposed to when JMNAM started, when there were only a handful. And because of that voluminous uh, collection of wineries, we get an opportunity to spend as much time as we want talking about great kosher wines uh, from different parts of the globe. And uh, Kobe Zaken is here this morning. Uh, he reminded me this morning just how long we know each other. He's the vice president of wine sales in the metropolitan region for Royal Wine. Kobe, welcome to JM and the AM. Thank you. Good morning. Great to have you here. You are now added officially to the array of royal representatives who accompany great winery experts into our studio. So it's good to have you here. Thank you very much. And you've brought along David Cohen. And David Cohen's family uh, is synonymous with LV Wines. Many of you may have seen and uh, and have purchased and have had on your table LV Wines, E-L-V-I. And David's a second-generation uh, winemaker in the Cohen Alita family, owners of LV Wines. And these, his parents started 20 years ago to produce wine in Spain, and they have built up this amazing kosher wine company to where it is today. And David Cohen, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Do you live in Spain? I do, in Barcelona. And, um, uh, you know, it, it's funny because there are so many different regions around the world that are featuring kosher wine. What is unique about making wine in the country of Spain? So f- for us, it's it's really important. It's really nice because me as a, a Sephardic family, my, my family is Moroccan, uh, for us, being able to go back to the land where we are from and they they kicked us out us uh, they did as for my family as they did for many people as a matter of fact we're the first jewish family to produce kosher wine in spain since the expulsion in 1492 that's a long time ago so that's really special for us and uh, we're the only kosher winery in spain so and the one of the only three in europe there's two in italy and us and for us it's very important and very moving to go back to the roots of where our where our ancestors were and go back to make wine so literally, there are no kosher winemakers in Spain for hundreds of years. Yes, they and you, were not. And your family comes back, and and as I said in your bio, about 20 years ago, starts producing kosher wine? Yeah, uh, as, as you said, I'm the second generation. Right. My parents started 20 years ago. My dad was born in Morocco, in Casablanca, went to Israel to study um, agriculture engineering, got his PhD there. And Be- because your family has a history in winemaking, or he started, no, not, this, not at he all. started this from scratch? <laughs> yes, the, and came to Spain. He was a consultant for a long time for big wineries in Spain, non-kosher, just right. in the agricultural part. Right. And he's very good in all this stress management, water management, and plants. He met my mom. She's the, she's actually the, the chief winemaker <laughs> of all the different wineries we have in Spain. We're in six different regions in Spain producing wine. Wow. And for us, it's really important. And he does all the scientific part in the field, and my mom does the, all the wine part inside the winery. So. What, what is it about this wine bug that certain people get, and they need to go to a school... To, to discover how to do all this. I mean, it, it, isn't it amazing when you see people like your parents just completely get enveloped by this industry? It, it, it is crazy. For me, uh, uh, so now I'm, I'm very young, but since I've, been, <laughs> since I've been, since I was born, I always had wine growing around, yeah. or running around the vines, having a wine glass in my table, even if it was just smelling, then taking a sip, then yeah. eventually drinking. An age that the drinking age is, is before than here, so that was before uh, at eighteen. So and for me, it's something that has been inside of me forever. And now I have my little sister, which she's studying winemaking. I'm studied I study business, and I do that part of the of the of the house business. But she is studying winemaking, so it's great. 
The passion in the wine industry is remarkable to watch. I mean, for outsiders like myself, it's incredible to see people. And, and like I said, we speak to plenty of people who are, you know, responsible for great kosher wines. It's amazing to see just how passionate they are about the industry. It is really something that uh, you we you always have to be very thankful of. For us, our um, our wine family wine that we say it's uh, the Clomasora. Which is we don't even sign it as LV wine. We sign it as family Cohenalera. You know, in Spain we keep both last names. Mm. Uh, I, I have my two last names, and Mesora means comes from Hebrew Masoret, which means right. transmission. And for us, always the important thing is always to remind that nothing comes for granted, and the the earth is there. God wants to give us what wants to gives us. If we you have a great year working the field, then at some point something happens right before harvest. You lose the whole year. So it's always remembering this being humble and being uh, ready to what God is ready to give us, the nature, and just being there to try and play the game and have as much fun as you want. When you are completely dependent on what God provides, which you guys are, yes. it, it gives you a perspective about faith, to say the least. David Cohen's here. We're talking about LV Wines. Are the grapes very different in the six regions? Are they very different in the six yes. regions of Spain? So us as a as a wine company from Spain, and we're in six different regions of Spain. One of in the six most well known regions in Spain for wine. What we try to do is always lo- work with local varieties. For us, there are great cabs in the world. It makes no sense yeah. for, for us to have to make a cab in Spain because it, it it's not what it what it's supposed mm. to be we make what we try to do is make great tempranillos make great uh, garnachas uh, cariñanas uh, and work with local varieties and try to have the special variety of each region where we are in the six different regions and make it with the local grapes so that's why LV frankly will have varieties that nobody else will have Yes, for because a, they, you are concentrating on what's really Spanish and what's really available in Spain. Exactly, we even have a wine, a white wine called Invita, which soon will be called the Erenza Blanco. That we use a grape called Panza Blanca, <laughs> which means white stomach. Maybe the literal translation would be because it's a rounded, very white grape that the Romans used to use a long time ago. And now, in the kosher world, for sure, we're the only uh, wine. It's the only wine that has it in the non-kosher world. Not many. The Romans used it at the time because they did the red wine in Italy. It was great. They were not so happy with the white, so they came to close to Barcelona. Now it's an, it's half an hour from Barcelona before it was a little bit further, but it's close to the sea. And they used Panza Blanca, and then with that white wine, they took it back to it. And now we're, for example, we're reinstating. So with things such as like this, we have fun. Have you heard from non-Jewish connoisseurs who've tasted that wine? Yeah, sure. And, uh, they're, and they're into it. That wine, for example, in Spain, for us, you know, Spain is very big into right. uh, having uh, um, restaurants, mm-hmm. uh, three Michelin stars, non-kosher. Mm-hmm. And and uh, they want good wine with it. That wine, for example, the Invita, is in three kosher restaurants in, uh, in three restaurants in Spain, non-kosher, with right. th- three Michelin stars on the top of the world. And the wine is kosher because everything we do is kosher, but they don't know. Right? They don't need to know. As we say, the wine... Has to happen to be kosher. Understood. Never. All right. What is your role in the company, David? What is your because you're now in New York, you know? Yes. Most of what <laughs> most of the action is happening in Spain, and you're here now. So, what is your role in the company? So, my role is the export manager. So, half of my time I travel, and I work as when I'm around. I work as a brand ambassador, being here in New York, being a, a big market, or going around. We're in over thirty countries in the world. Wow. So, for for me, most of fifty percent of my time is traveling around to work the market here with 
the great representation of Ellie, which is Royal Wine here in, in How the, long in the has, States. have you and Royal have had a relationship? How long has it been? For of course they started with my with my parents, but it was Oh, so it's, it's a long time already. It's been a long time. Six or seven. Oh, we're talking about a big stretch of time. Yeah, and we're we're very happy in the states where we're doing a great job, and we're 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 happy to do this. And uh, so my job is going around, and when I'm in Spain, of course, uh, contact different markets, right. but always be ready if I have to put on my boots and go to the field <laughs> to do something. Then that's the fun part. And you're, you have the understudy for all <laughs> for all those roles. Um, so obviously, all the and I'm asking Kobe now all the wines we're discussing this morning are available at all the retailers yeah, that we typically in, that we typically recommend right in the metro area it's all there really available yeah right okay so we're talking about a long time relationship with royal all right uh, so let's talk about some of the bottles that are in front of us i mean uh, i i i noticed that the name lv i believe does appear somewhere on all of these right but not not necessarily exactly. are they known as lv explain what's going on here so lv let's say it's like the umbrella on top of everything it's a, and why is it called lv lv uh, l comes from ah, Hashem. from Hashem and V means wine in Catalan, which is also our tradition where 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 we're based. Nice and well, wine. So LV wines. Uh, I, I get that, that question a lot. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> so the how it works is LV is the umbrella of right. all the different regions where we are, the six different regions. But one of them, actually, our uh, let's say it's our also personal baby because it's in the only wine. Like we as a family participate in every single step of the process from harvesting to being all the way here in New York with you talking about the wine. It's the Clomasora. That that's does not have the LV brand. It's, it has family Coenaleta, which is my family name. But it is available here, is available. of course. And again, it's I guess we'd pronounce it Close Masora, C L O S Masora. That's the one that you're referring to right now. Yeah. And, and the current vintage that's available now in this area would be what year? Uh, fifteen, but soon we will switch to the sixteen. How so. is how is the fifteen? <laughs> Does it rate well? The 15 has a great potential, but with the Clomasora, we always have the same problem. We always sell it too young, and Royal knows this, we know this. The thing is, we cannot keep older vintages of this because we only produce five, 6,000 bottles of this. Everything is handmade, and we do not want to grow because we right. want to keep the control. In this wine, we don't want to grow because we want to keep the control handmade of everything. We grow on the other on the other brands and numbers, but here we have to keep this for us being able to control every step of the process. So the 15 has a great potential, but this wine can age for 20, 25 years. Amazing. And so I, the, the most important part, you know, the, the quote-unquote is it available, is the 15 still around or we have to wait till 16? 15, 15 is still around. So retailers have it and they could ask for yes. closed Masora. And you, you might even find some retailers <coughs> that have some of the older vintages. Out oh, yeah, that they've saved and that, they, and, and that they're willing to part with? <laughs> if you find them, my, my, let you know, my huh? advice is let me know. and so, <laughs> I'll, I'll go and pick them up. I can understand <laughs> that. What else do we have in front of us here? So apart, we are in... We have we brought a little bit of different regions. We have a Clomesora, which is Monsan. Right. Then we have uh, some wines from Rioja, the brand Erenza brand. Rioja is probably the most well-known region for wine in Spain. And you will see the name LV on it, so don't panic, everybody. As- <laughs> exactly. El, um, Rioja is like the Bordeaux of Spain. It's the most well-known region. When we talk about wine in Spain, Rioja is the first word that comes to mind. And we have here a young Rioja and a Crianza. We also have a Reserva that we didn't bring today because too many wines. <laughs> then we uh, then we switched to the region of La Mancha with the Vignancina, where the Vignancina we have a white, red, and a rosé. Today we brought the red, and then today we brought the sangria, which yeah. is always fun. And I never realized that this sangria, which does not have the name LV on it, unless it's somewhere on that label, and I don't realize. No, it, it doesn't. 
That, th- I have had this sangria. I mentioned this to you before the show, and I saw the bottle. And you call it Sintonia, and is that a region? What is it? Sintonia means symphony in oh, Spanish. Okay. So uh, it's a it's a name. It's it's fun. So now we're, we're so it's a reference to the, the exactly type of feeling people will have when they drink this sangria. Exactly. And is you know there are not a lot of kosher sangrias out there. There there are a handful, right? There are a handful of of, of kosher sangrias. I think it deserves a lot more attention in general. The whole sangria line across the board. I think there's some. They just. I mean, again, people accuse me of liking the sweet stuff, but I think it just it it, it just tastes great. Um, and, and you are actually, you showed this to me before the show began, you're actually changing the label and bottle and people will see this sangria in a different form, frankly, in what appeared to me as a real nice upgrade. Real nice. So the sangria as a product is great. And right now we have this label, which was nice to have, a, to have the, the product introduced and we're happy, but we have invested this year, a whole year thinking in the new uh, in the new uh, project, and we're very happy. We're launching also a white sangria, which is also going to be fun. Which I didn't even realize there can be a white sangria, but we're looking forward to it. There can, <laughs> and, and as, you, as you said, there's not many sangrias. Yeah, exactly. And, and there are even sangrias. The sangria, actually, it's, it's a Spanish thing. So there are sangrias that are produced around the world, but actually... The sangrias come from Spain, where right. where sangria is. Right. So same thing we said before. It's the with, real, real with, deal. With wines, not doing a cab in Spain doesn't right. make sense. Or me making a prosecco wouldn't make sense. Well, sangria, same thing, but the opposite. Now, some of them, some of the sangrias in the kosher market are not are not even haguffen, right? Some some of you don't make kiddush on this one. I think you do, though. I think this one is a real kiddush wine. You could use this and, and not have any problem with it. At home, we always do kiddush with this one because having the silver cup always with a good wine, sometimes it's a, a little bit of a trouble. <laughs> so we do sangria kiddush, then we take out the other wines, which is great, but sangria, it's it's, it's a kiddush wine. Well, I use sangria for kiddush for other reasons, but, uh, yeah. I, but I'm also <laughs> doing what you're doing. David Cohen's here. It's LV Wines, everybody. Uh, you can check them out at your retailer. Uh, are these, Kobe, the typical, I don't know, five, six bottles and varieties that are in the retail stores are there a lot more that are not here today like what's there are a lot more oh there are a lot more Uh, interesting Uh, you also have one thing that he didn't mention is the uh, cava brute which is a spectacular white sparkling and you'll see the name lv on it yes which uh so there are a lot of choices out there. a lot of choices out there uh you also have the l26 yeah which is a wonderful wine that uh can age you talked about the close masseur that can age for over 20 years that as well and it is um yeah, and one thing I would like to definitely talk to you about sure. is uh, mention is the Cosmos Whore label. It's yeah, very it's unique. beautiful. Um, and I think David should definitely. David, talk what's about the story that, with the label on this one? Beautiful story. Yeah. So w- with the story, uh, if if I have a lot of people that that tell to me like, oh, I I bought the Clomosora, I have it, and I keep the bottle because the label. <laughs> it looks too beautiful to throw away. It huh? is. It is very nice, and this is totally on my mom, which she is. Uh, she she made this uh, totally, which is great. And for for this, I get a lot like asked. Um, of course. We know we do not only sell to the kosher market, so we got a lot of visitors in the, in our winery, and people come to me and say, "Oh, what is the Clomasora label?" Say it's it's a peacock tail. I say, "Okay, yes, I have people. Oh, actually, yeah, I, I had so. people from from Asia that came and uh, from from Japan and said, "Oh, this is a mandala." <laughs> Which uh, you know, this is with sand, and then when they finish, they they just blow it up because uh, as the um, the time passes, right. as it, it can look as a mandala. It's true, but actually, and people say from Catholic tradition too, they come to us and say, "Oh, this is the the vitro, you know, the the on on the churches the with the colors that, mm-hmm. and the the glasses there they have." But actually, this is if you go and turn around the bottle, this as in the Sephardic tradition, which is which is mine, especially Moroccan, uh, has a this is a necklace. 
that before the wedding, there's a party called the henna. Yeah, sure. That we've heard of. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a lot of fun. So uh, I have a lot of fun always there. And it's if you turn it around, it's the necklace that has been in my family for a long time that the bride uses in the in the henna. So this is the, the necklace. No wonder nobody wants to throw it out. It's beautiful and it has real significance to a lot and of people. And inside, the real deal is that inside, we there's a hidden pasuk inside the bottle. And here, if you go, you turn around, every two years we try to change it. And we have a new pasuk, and people sometimes buy the bottle, the vintages, just to look for the new one. They take a magnifying glass and they find it. Yeah, you need to take a or you can take a picture with your phone right. and zoom it. Interesting. Uh, and that's the Klaus Masora, and anybody who sees it will know exactly what David's referring to because yes. it's a beautiful label. Um, and you can check that out. And, of course, check out the pasuk. Where do you live in Spain? What city? In Barcelona, you said. In Barcelona. Is there a large Jewish community there? So, no. But the thing is, we have a lot of things going on. We have a... 5,000 more or less people, Jewish people in Barcelona, so it's not much, but what we do have is a lot of tourists. For example, mm. we have over half a million Israelis that visit us every year. Half a million of a country of 8 million, that's a lot. Right. Just come to Barcelona, mostly because of soccer. Right. They come to see Football Club it's Barcelona. one of the most popular teams in Europe. Yeah. Which I'm I'm a personal fan of I'm Football sure Club Barcelona. Are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. And they come for soccer, and then... So when Real Madrid plays Barcelona... Oh, that's uh, Barca. It's, it's, it's war, right? Yeah, it's a soccer war. It's a soccer would. war, exactly. <laughs> Always inside sports, but it's uh, it's fun. But Barcelona is that day stops. Is Madrid a much larger Jewish community? Not much larger, but yes, it's larger. So, what's the largest Jewish community in Spain? Uh, Madrid, Madrid. It would be Madrid. Madrid for sure. And Barcelona's not that far behind. You're saying no. Madrid will be like seven or eight thousand. Right. Barcelona's like five. But as as we said, we have a lot of tourists coming on. So for us, it's really nice because we have. Um, Four grocery restaurants, well, three restaurants and like a, a more one like a bar, and for us, it's a lot. Yeah, I can <laughs> having eight kosher places where you can eat. It sure. uh, four kosher places when you can eat. For us, it's it's great. It's a lot. We have five different shuls, and for us, that's a lot. Even if we're a small community, yeah, there's a lot of things going on, mostly because of tourism. Understood. Uh, check it out, everybody. In your retail outlets, you'll find a lot of wines under the name LV Wines. The sangria is Sintonia. On the new label, it'll also be called Sintonia. Yes. And uh, and now we know where it comes from. It comes from Spain, and it comes from uh, the great people of the uh, Cohen family um, at LV Wines. And I assume that if people want more information, they can check out your website, etc. Of course, our website, our social media. And everything. all the info is there. Yeah. And you've had a chance, I'm sure, to speak to some of the retailers in this area during your visit? Yes, yes. Well, it's not my first visit. I, this time is the third time it is this year already. Nice. So, uh, And I mentioned it because if people schmooze a little bit with their retailer, they'll know everything about the bottles you brought in this morning. Exactly. I'm sure the retailer can help them. Uh, most of the retailers know about LV, and I'm sure they, right. they can help them and to, to find the wines around. Well, I thank you very much for being here. Thank you for inviting. And our best regards to everybody in Spain. Uh, David Cohen, who's here with LV Wines, and a big thank you to Kobe Zaken, who is the Vice President of Wine Sales for the Metropolitan Region, New York, New Jersey, for Royal Wines. And Kobe, I thank you for being thank here. You. Anything else you'd like to add, or just everybody out there, go and buy great wines like these, huh? Simple as that. Actually, for Hanukkah, the sangria would be perfect, right? Am I right that with a delicious jelly donut, a sangria would be a perfect glass? It wouldn't hurt to try LV Sangria this Shabbos as your host. Yeah, I agree with that. I actually like making Kiddush on, and it's really delicious. And I thank both of you very much. More coming up. You're listening to a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Yehuda Green with Hashivenu. My thanks to David and Kobe for joining us. LV Wines from Spain. Good conversation. I like that one a lot. Thursday morning, it's J.M. in the A.M. Tomorrow, Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents and Major American Jewish Organizations. He will join us here. That's tomorrow, 740 Eastern Time for the weekly update. Make sure to be Tuned in, Rabbi Yudin at 8.15 tomorrow morning. The Saint Talamatar begins tonight. As Rabbi Kramer reminds me, the uh, Sephardic tradition is they go to Baruch Aleinu tonight. They've been with Barachenu, the bracha of Barachenu, and they switch to uh, Baruch Aleinu tonight. That's how it works in the Sephardic tradition. And this is all, of course, in the diaspora. In Israel, they've been saying the Saint Talamatar for a month already. So, only in the diaspora. J.M. in the aim of the reminder that uh, Simcha Liner's in, uh, in Teaneck this coming Saturday night. Congregation B'nai Yishurin in Teaneck to start his concert tour. 
So check that out. Some Kaliner and Teaneck this coming Saturday night at Congregation of Assurance. Our friends at Art School remind us that Kids Cooking with Chef Sheary is now available. Kids Cooking with Chef Sheary is now available. 15% off and free shipping in the U.S. if you use the promo code RADIO. Again, that's 15% off and free shipping in the U.S. if you use the promo code RADIO. Kids Cooking with Chef Sheary. 15% off, free shipping in the U.S. Use the promo code Radio and in general, use the promo code radio every time you log on to artscroll.com. It will be uh, to your advantage, that I can guarantee you. Reminder this coming Saturday night, Avramel Avram Fried and Cantorietzik Mayor Health got together at Park East Synagogue. Uh, that's happening this coming Saturday night at 8 p.m. at Park East Synagogue. Information parkeastsynagogue.org. You can actually purchase tickets to your uh, and, and choose the seats you want uh, by going to parkeastsynagogue.org. That's for Avram Freed and for uh, Kent Yitzhak, Mayor Helfgott, this coming Saturday night. Um, feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app, for, um, iPhone, for uh, Android and iPhone and comment away. Good question. Think Positive says, first of all, they say shout out to LV Wines. They are excellent. And for those visiting Spain, did I have tours and tasting? Okay, I should have asked that question. Uh, we'll have to find out from our friends at LV Wines if they have tours when people come to uh, come to Spain to check them out. Uh, I want to thank those who've been contributing to our year-end fundraiser. Um, go to, um, go to fjbunity.org if you have not yet participated, fjbunity.org if you have not yet participated in our, uh, 2019 fundraiser. Mordechai Shapiro is brand new with this one at JM in the AM.
know you don't have to be Breslau to be Besimcha. But you gotta be Besimcha to be Breslau. No, you don't have to be Breslau to be Besimcha. But you gotta be Besimcha to be a year. Now you don't have to be Chabad to want Mashiach. Oh no, you don't, no, you don't, no, you don't. But you gotta want Mashiach to be a year. Now you don't have to be a Tzioyli to love Eretz Yisrael. But you gotta love Eretz Yisrael to be a year. Oh no, you don't have to be a Medbach to learn the Torah. J.M. in the A.M. Joey Newcomb, To Be a Yid, the name of that one. Ozzy <laughs> Vizimras uh, Ka, that's Diaspora. You heard Mordechai Shapiro in there with Kaday here on a, uh, what is today? Thursday at J.M. in the A.M. Hey, don't forget we have a full schedule, and I mean full schedule. Uh, Charlie Harari is next, coming up 15 minutes from now with uh, Unlocking Greatness. Spin class with Michael Fragan, then Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Josephs. That's life coming up with Miriam L. Wallach at 10.30. 11 a.m. for our live lunch. 
7 p.m. for the Arab Shabbos show hosted by Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That is all happening uh, starting at 7 p.m. It'll be repeated, replayed, um, coming up at 3 a.m. and at 10 a.m. 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. For, um, uh, for the encore presentation of the Arab Shabbos show. So for those of you around the world, there should be some convenient times for you to tune in and hear that. I would think so. Uh, so check that out and uh, enjoy. The Arab Shabbos show is amazing. Tomorrow here on this program, uh, Malcolm Holmline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations, will join us at 7.40 Eastern Time. Uh, Rabbi Yudin, of course, at 8.15 and plenty more. Hey, it's a Friday. Big day here at JMA. Make sure you're tuned in. We'll get to all the news of the week right here during the weekly update. 7.40 Eastern Time tomorrow morning here at JM in the AM. Simcha Liners next at JM in the AM. Shabbat Shalom, 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 Shalom,
J.M. in the end with Ohad, Birchas HaOreach, before that Birchas HaBanim done by Simcha Liner. And that wraps up a Thursday for us at J.M. in the AM. Charlie Harari's next with Unlocking Greatness and Michael Fragan with Spin Class. Jew in the City Speaks, that'll be Allison Joseph's. That's Life with Miriam Alwala coming up at 10.30. At 10.30, there you go. Uh, 11 o'clock for live lunch. Hope you'll join us for that. 7 p.m. tonight, the Arab Shabbos show. It's the uh, one and only Mark Zamek. With the Arab Shabbos show uh, brought to you by our wonderful friends at Kedem. Make sure to be tuned in. It's a weekly amazing presentation right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NahumSiegel.com and the Nahum Siegel Network. And, of course, the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a great Thursday here at JMA. My thanks, David Cohen, and to uh, Kobe um, Zaken of uh, LV Wines and Royal Wines. And thank you to Rabbi Tights for joining us earlier, and thanks to all of you. Don't forget, we start saying the St. Talamutter tonight in the diaspora. Diaspora switches to the St. Talamutter tonight. That switch has already been made in Israel about a month ago. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future. <laughs>